Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 122 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is Kindle Vella. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the Kindle Bella, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? I really liked how you said 122. Your accent really kicked in on that one. It was very charming. Can oh, you do it again? Okay. <laughs> I was unaware. 122. <laughs> this is so charming. Okay. How do you say That's how I'm 122. I have the boring American accent. Okay. No one is... No one's tuning in to hear my voice, Claire. No one. Um, how am I doing over here? Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, it's been a really crazy week or so. Um, I'm pulling my hair out. As you can tell, it's it's totally it's standing up straight right now because I can't get it to not stick up. And it's too hot to put a hat on, so you're just going to have to deal with the crazy. There is one week left until my editing deadline for the co-write, co-write with Miranda McLeod. Let's just say... It's probably a good thing we're recording this today because in the next few days I'm going to be up very late, up very early, and I get really cranky when I don't get enough sleep. So you're dealing with the kind of happy TV, but tomorrow all bets are off and I'm just going to be really a terrible person to be around. No one's going to be wandering around. My cat might really like me more because she prefers um, crankiness. She's not a very happy cat. So yeah, so I have the co-write drama going on right now. It's always it's always that really mad dash the last final week before you have to send it to the editor. So I know there might be new authors listening. This is kind of normal. I mean, I know it sucks, but it's the stress of getting something ready for the editor and getting it even closer to the publication date. It's just chaos. There's this, there's no way around it. <laughs> Deadlines suck. So on the Girl of Happens front, season three is back with the editor for the final uh, read of the portions. Usually when she sends me um, the edit back, like I leave track changes on. And so when I have to adjust, like, you know, little minor adjustments here or there, like I, I used the wrong word or I, I repeated a word and I need to change it or something like that. These are very minor tweaks. But I leave track changes on and send it back so she can go through my changes and approve them so I don't have, you know, a comma splice, which I still don't know what that is, or um, the wrong word yet again, because I still don't know what words are. You can't be expected to know what words are at this stage in the game, can you? I mean, the whole, what do they want from you? And a comma splice, you brought this up before, and I, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's something that you always talk about, like, in grammar class, grammar lessons, and, I'm not, and it's, it's literally just gone over my head every time. I don't know. And, and the people out there do know... Don't try and tell me what it is because I'm just going to tune it out anyway. That's why we hire editors, isn't it? It (laughs) is. I don't have to learn what that is. (laughs) And at this stage, yeah, it is hard to know the words because, like, all of them are just starting to blend together. I've read it so many times now. So it's just one of those things where yet another thing you have to deal with. And then on the iHeart Lesbian front, we were recording this on a Tuesday, so the newsletter went out this morning. And wouldn't you know it, when it was my week to take care of the newsletter, that was when... The Genius Link, the, our Universal Link, decided not to link to Australia for any of the fucking books. And it was a packed newsletter today. There's like 25 plus ebooks. And so I had to go in and create the Universal Link and then all of Australia links. And I was just really an unhappy camper. Mm. I was like, why is it? These things break when it's my turn. I think that Genius Links or um, Book Linker as well, isn't it, is the free version. 
they probably break all the time and we just don't know. Because <laughs> I know you, you keep telling, telling me that they break and I, I've, I, I believe ignorance is bliss on this one. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't go and check all my previous links I've created because I've created thousands of them with um, I Heart Liz Fake. But when you're getting the newsletter ready in mm. Australia is one of the is up there in clicks and for readers. And then I feel bad for the authors if they have a new release. And I'm like, oh, sorry, Australia wasn't working. And I just didn't want to do the extra step for you. So I went the extra step, but it caused me to be cranky yesterday. There's a lot of crankiness going on this week. And it's also really fucking hot and humid, which isn't helping. And while we record, I can't have my AC on because it's too loud. So I'm like getting even hotter. So by the time we're done, my face is probably just going to be so hot it'll pop off. But anywho's, on a different front, this is not work-related, but this is another reason why I'm a bit stressed these days. Because I am in the process of buying a new car. Actually, it's not a new car. It's a used car. But I'm in the process of buying it. And it hasn't been smooth so far, um, just like every other uh, industry at the moment. I um, mean, everyone's dealing still with the pandemic and with shortages and everything. So I had to request a car from New York. It arrived. I went to test drive it. They found out that the title did not arrive with the car, so I could not test drive it because they literally couldn't let me buy the car because they didn't have the title. So eight days later, I got the call saying I could go in and test drive it. The title had finally arrived. And so I did, I went in uh, yesterday, I test drove the car, I liked it, and now it's going through um, the final, like, mechanic check and everything since it is a used car. In order in Massachusetts to buy a car, you have to have proof of car insurance, and currently I don't own a car, so I don't have car insurance. And in order to purchase car insurance, I need a license plate number and a VIN number, which I will have once I sign the paperwork when I buy the car, but I'm going to have to, like, call them in a, I, I know that this happens a lot because I can't be the first person on the planet to buy a car who doesn't have a car yet. But it's just one of those things where I'm going to have to call while I'm in the dealership and be like, I want to purchase this car. Can I get this insurance? I'm about ready to sign this big check. <laughs> like, I mean, so it's just one of those things where it's another headache I'm trying to deal with and I'm trying to track down the building manager so I can get a parking permit so I don't get towed. So in addition to getting this co-write ready to the editor, getting Girl Love Happens ready for publication, dealing with I Heart Lesbic normal business, and then buying a car on top of that. Um, that's why my hair is standing up straight on my head. Mm. I think every part of me is just like, ah! The key question is, what color is the car? Fortunately, it's black. I wanted something else because I'm really bad about remembering where I park in big parking lots. <laughs> but it's black. Um, Pickings are slim right now. Right. Everything right now. There's pick, slim pickings for everything. But one of the reasons I wanted to get a car is because, like, I'm not going to be traveling internationally. I mean, the situation is getting kind of sticky again with COVID. But I'm feeling cooped up, and I want to get out and about and, like, do stuff. And so I'm tired of keep renting a car. I was like, you know, we probably should just buy a car. So that's what's happening. We don't have as, we don't have as great of a train system if you, as you guys. I mean, you can go pretty much to any part of Britain via train. That is not the case here. And I have been. I have been doing. I was in Bath this weekend at some friends. We made pizzas in their garden, and and I have to say, train travel. I was wondering what that's going to be like. Uh, you know, in the still in the COVID era, but actually, it's really good because they they don't overbook the trains. You can't get on a train without a booking, and they only half book them, so you get two seats wherever you are. So, um, I'm I'm quite liking train travel in COVID era. <laughs> to go to in March I wanted to go hop over to go to um, 
boss, but uh, yeah, that's probably not happening now. No. You guys just got put on uh, put on the do not travel list for US. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be on a, on a lot of people's lists, but anyway, we are not a political podcast, and we're not going to touch on the increasingly terrible situations in in both our countries. <laughs> <laughs> So as for me, this week is um, launch week for Big London Dreams. Can I get a toot toot? Toot toot! I should have. I knew this was happening. I never have the little fucking horn I have for like this situation. I mean, every Sorry. fucking time, TV. I gave you six month run up for this one. I've been mentioning it every week, and uh, she still looked surprised when I said it's launch week for Big London Dreams. <laughs> I know. In my head, I was kind of like, like I was like, wait, did that come out? I know I've been including the link to it in the blurb for like weeks now <laughs> so what so congratulations so it's out in how is how how do you feel about it now that it's out in the world well it's not out yet as as this goes out on monday the 26th uh we're recording on the 21st and it goes out on the 26th and it comes out on the 28th the book so it's out on wednesday but it's available to pre-order uh if you're listening to this monday or tuesday and you think gosh i'd love to get my hands on that but i can't wait till wednesday don't worry just pre-order it and it'll drop into your kindle as if as if by magic but yes, uh, I've been doing some uh, reels for it uh, on Instagram. So I'm a lady of a certain age, so reels don't come naturally to me. <laughs> so uh, I look a bit stupid. I've been doing a little bit of um, chair dancing. Yeah, I look like a chump. Wait, what? I look like a right old chump, I'm not going to lie. Is it like a chair striptease? Not a chair striptease, no. That would be probably going too far over the Instagram rules, <laughs> likely. <laughs> um, but you know, just just trying to do a few reels for it. Um, who knows? I quite like it because you have to put them to music, so um, that's quite fun. Uh, but it's just getting all the cuts right, and I'm not. I don't want to take too much time, so they're quite rough. But rough and ready. That's what they are. <laughs> but yes, it's. There's a joke there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exciting that the book is finally out. Um, you know, because it feels like uh, it's been almost out for quite a long time. Uh, so yes, this is my historical lesbian romance, my first one ever, uh, set in 1950s London, for those that don't know. And it's book eight in the London Romance series, so if you have uh, been following along with those, it is standalone, but um, it's better if you've read all the first seven as well, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's just how it is. Oh, absolutely. If you haven't read all the books, uh, go into the back matter, because as we say, we live and die by our back matter. Yeah, and you know, I had our words in my head when I was doing the back matter, and I was like, don't include all your books, Claire, don't include all that in the also buy. And I was like, damn it, I include all the books. Oh dear, so what else have I been doing? Um, my new book is uh, Chugging Along. I have six chapters to go as I'm um, as we're recording this. And then I have to go back through it, probably shaking my head a lot at my ineptitude. Um, it's a bit short now, and I and I know that I've got to go back and fill bits in, um, but I didn't want to write there and then. Um, I have written, there weren't even sex scenes, you'll be amazed to know. <laughs> it was just like bits, I just didn't fancy writing, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll come back to that. So I reckon by the time it's done fully, it'll be about 62,000 words, and my books normally top out about 70, so I'm sure that I'll be going back and adding in bits, sections. So, um, yeah, but it'll be nice to get that first draft done, but uh, hopefully the end by this end of this week. So, wait, did I hear correctly that you've skipped over the sex scenes? No, I haven't skipped over the sex scenes. I've skipped over oh, other have. scenes. Because um, I recently actually got an email from someone who listens to our podcast and asked them, if you skip over sex scenes, does it ruin the flow of the story? Because she... Uh, knew I skipped over sex scenes a lot, and I, I, I have actually stopped doing that because it just... 
makes life so much harder than when you're like, oh my god, the book's done. Oh wait, there's no sex. Yes. This is terrible. (laughs) Yes, very true. Uh, Do you know, uh, one thing I've been doing this week as well is uh, reading Casey McQuiston's One Last Stop. And I have to say, it's fantastic. Really fucking good. Um, And it's a bit sort of out there as my normal read. It's not my normal read because it's like new adult um, and it's sort of science fiction fantasy elements to it magic realism so it's not my normal sort of thing at all but i love it and just reminded me um there's a few six sex scenes in it and she's done them she does them very very well full of emotion it's really worth a worth a read generally because it's a really original uh, very captivating story the sex scenes are very good as well did you figure out i don't know if it will ruin the story for people who haven't read it like me but is Jane always trapped on the train, or do they get to experience the 1970s? Like, do they get off the train at all? Well, at the moment, they're still on the train. She can't get off the train. So, and I'm about 70. Where does she go poo? No, but she she can eat and drink, but she doesn't have to get rid of anything. She's like a person, but she's also a ghost, sort of ethereal presence. So she doesn't need to go to the loo. There's a lot of explanation of science in the book and it's very funny because uh, I followed her on Instagram uh, yesterday and she's like, you know, she said the stages of going through one last stop and it was like, you know, girls meet, fall in love, feeling feeling gooey and then reading all the science um, ex- explanations and thinking, well, that sounds plausible. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> That's where I'm at at the moment. I'm like, yeah, could be all right. Yeah, all right. I'm admiring her writing. It's not a book I would ever write, but it's fantastic to read. So I've been doing that a lot this this week, actually, because I read it on the train to Bath and back, and I've been reading it in the garden in the sunshine because the UK is currently basking in amazing temperatures. Um, I also have booked a spot to go and see um, about my hot desking situation. So my neighbours' renovations aren't going to start quite as soon, so it's not quite as urgent. Um, but I still want to go and have a look. So I've got the the more close hot desking tour on Wednesday, the day my book launches. I think your talk of like the upcoming construction and wanting a different place to work has cursed me because um, all of a sudden there's construction on my building again. I was like, motherfucker, this is supposed to be on Claire's side, not this side. <laughs> like no notice whatsoever about all this construction going on. I was like, it's so loud. I, I blame you. Sorry. I blame you. See, uh, conversely, I was woken up by birds tweeting this morning because it was so hot that we were sleeping with the uh, window open. And then there was this really very cute sounding bird, but my God, it was loud. Just like, turn the volume down. So anyway, so that's been my week. Well, it sounds like, you know, you you went to Bath, you're reading a a book, you're trying to figure out how this woman goes poo and birds. (laughs) I mean, it sounds much more pleasant than mine. It does, doesn't it? I think it helped that I've I've had some nice my art team have come back with some really nice things to say and you know I was nervous about launching this one because it's hit my first historical romance but I also got a really lovely review from a blogger today who's who's this blogger has always been very honest with her reviews about my book so you know she she generally she likes some more than she likes others and that's fair enough you can't you can't please everyone all the time but she really does like this one so that's nice to nice to hear because I value her opinion well, that is good news. So I'm, I'm excited for this one. Um, it's historical romance, so I'm curious to see how that how it goes. 
Yeah, I'm still really confused about the woman on the train who can't poop. Okay, so anyways, we probably should move on the comments before I just keep going on about that. <laughs> so first up, we had uh, Candace on Twitter who was saying uh, to check out our six-month check-in, and Candace enjoyed how I have it, how I was, I just kept saying it, I have a new philosophy, it's the fuck it philosophy. So um, yeah, that's been pretty much this year, like, when everything is going wrong, I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> this is 2021, it's supposed to go wrong. Thanks, Candace, for uh, helping us push out the the episode for telling people to listen. We also have a comment from Joe Havens, who I believe is a fellow lesbian author. Um, Joe was excited because uh, I've mentioned Joe in the comment section of a podcast, and uh, currently Joe's cooking and squeaked and called to people who in her household to come listen because I had mentioned her name. So I'm glad we were able to. She said she was quite chuffed. So I'm glad we were able to make someone's day with the comments. Mm, and again. This is how it kind of works. <laughs> <laughs> also, with um, bias of coffee, Anya uh, bought us more coffees, and Anya was happy. And I don't know if I'm doing it right now. Um, she actually uh, gave me credit for pronouncing th the name correctly. And now that I um, have said it several times, um, she's I may be cursed now. I may not say it correctly. It's not intentional whatsoever. Um, Anya founded our podcast during the first lockdown. Anya started binge listening and was laughing out loud a lot, so I'm glad we were uh, able to help people through lockdown. Anya finds our podcast um, entertaining and everything, so. And also, Candice uh, purchases more coffees as well, so some of them are going back and they keep buying us um, rounds of coffee, which is very nice. We That's appreciate nice. it. Yeah, thank you very much. I love coffee. Talking of that, I've got a new coffee thing coming today, so that's exciting too, isn't it? What, what a week I'm having, TV. I know, I hate you, but what do you mean a new coffee thing? Like a coffee mug, a coffee... <laughs> what I wanted was a, like a diner-style coffee, filter coffee maker, right? With a jug in it that I could, you know, just pull the jug out and pretend I own a diner. Because you know my diner dreams. But I don't have the space or space for it in our kitchen, really. I've had to ditch those diner dreams, TB, until I can buy a, a bigger house. <laughs> Which seems a lot, but you know, that's what I'm going to have to do to uh, accommodate a coffee filter coffee machine so I've got one of those pour over coffee things now I've never used one before but I've had good coffee from them and Monmouth coffee so we'll see so since you want to buy a new house for this coffee to bring your coffee dreams to life yeah does that mean we, we should pitch your backlist yet again yeah <laughs> <laughs> come on everybody could you, could you all go and buy another book and then I might be able to afford a bigger house for a new coffee machine. Thanks. Wait, I have one more question about this coffee dream. Are you going to hire someone who just walks around and just keeps refilling your coffee while you write? That might be just a, taking it a step too far, TB. Well, no. that's the step too far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the buying the bigger house. Let's go on to the topic at hand, which is um, Kindle Vella. Now, I know nothing about Kindle Vella. Uh, it came up, there's a Kindle Vella uh, section on the Kindle Direct Publishing dashboard and I clicked on it and I thought, oh, what's this? Exciting. And then I didn't understand it. So I stepped away. But TB, she's clever when it comes to Kindle Vella. So she's going to tell us all about it, aren't you, TB? I started researching Kindle Vella for two reasons. The first reason is iHeartLesfic. Obviously, um, this is a new format authors can uh, publish in and I'll get to more on that later. If there are lesbian authors in Kindle Vella, we want to help promote it, but we're not sure quite how to do that yet because we have to learn what, what the fuck is Kindle Vella first before I can start, you know, including it. 
So, and my second reason actually for uh, researching Kindle Vela is uh, Miranda McLeod and I are, are considering going into Kindle Vela, and I'll get into reasons why as I go through what the fuck is Kindle Vela. Should that be the title? <laughs> yes. All right, so um, if you are wondering what Kindle Vela is, right now it is live for U.S. authors only. What is this new program? And I don't know if you guys can actually read the Kindle Vela episodes outside of the U.S., but what it is, it's a new program. It's obviously via Amazon, and authors are able to upload, like, parts of stories. So you can upload chapters, or you can upload episodes on a regular basis. And the key to be obviously being successful with the new Kindle Vela storytelling is you have to be consistent so you can't drop an episode on week one and then week 16 be like, oh, here's episode two! But, uh, and they're supposed to be smaller. I think they're, I, I can't remember the actual word count, but there's they're smaller slices. And this goes back to the whole thinking that a lot of the industry experts, I can't remember how many times I've heard, like especially the indie writers being like, smaller is going to become the new thing. I haven't noticed that yet, but obviously Amazon is, is listening to this. And it's, so it's similar to like Wattpad and Radish, where you can read episodes of stories on your phone. So, okay, yeah, and I've heard this many times in the past, and it's never come true, so it'll be interesting to see if this does lead um, anywhere. You may be coming to this point, but are they encouraging original, serialised stories, or, or are they saying you can take a book that you've already done and chop it up, stick it up there? Hold your horses, Claire! <laughs> <laughs> Just sit there and dream about your new house with a coffee pot! Okay, okay. <laughs> That's one of the things. So, what? before we get to that... One of the um, questions you may have, like um, Claire mentioned, it is if you want to find out more about, like, actually on your dashboard, where is the Kindle Vela button? It's on the top above where it says ebooks and everything. You'll see a thing where it says Vela dashboard, and you can click in there. But what can you put on Kindle Vela? You were like one question ahead of me. God damn it. Um, it has to be an original work. So if you already have a book published, you can't break it up and put it on Kindle Vela. So no, you can't do that. It has to be exclusive, but there's a catch to this exclusivity. So this means for 30 days after an episode goes live, it has to be exclusive to Vela. So if you're writing a 20 chapter book and you want to put 20 chapters out onto Kindle Vela, when you upload a chapter 20, the 30 day count starts then because of other ones probably have already gone through the 30 days unless you're uploading like every day. But what you can do, in addition to publishing on Vela, you can put the book out on other paid venues, not like um, not Barnes and Noble or anything. But you can you you can put the episodes out on uh, Patreon. It has to be on a paywall. You can't put them up for free on your website, but you can put them up for pur purpose purchase on your website. It has to be behind a paywall. So if you wanted to pair Vela with Patreon, which I think some authors are intending to do, um, you can. And then once the 30-day period is up after the last episode went live, you can combine your episodes into a long form as long as they're 10-plus episodes. So it has to be at least 10 episodes, and you can upload it to KDP NKU or KDP wide. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. It has to be an original work. You can put it up into Kindle Vela. It's a 30-day exclusivity rather than a three-month uh, for um, Kindle Unlimited. But then you can stick it up on Kindle in whatever way you want, either exclusive or you can go wide. So that makes sense. Yeah, and you can also, 
you know, I'll still put it up on, on Patreon if you want to release, like, have a membership on Patreon where every week or whatever, however long you um, publish or how frequently you publish, you can have it go up on Vela and Patreon or on your website. So you can put it up on Vela and Patreon at the same time. And it, and it's yep. just so you can get paid via Kindle Vela and also via Patreon. Correct. Interesting. Yeah. So that part, yeah, that part is um, because usually when Amazon says it has to be exclusive, hmm. they're very like draconian about that. Hmm. But this one they're not. And I don't know if that's just because it's early days for Vela and that might change. I'm not sure. But hmm. Um, hmm. I think it's also a way where they're trying to because this is a brand new thing that they're offering, so they want to get as many people involved. So I think they're trying to leave us enough wiggle room to encourage us to do it. So, but that's just my thoughts. Um, I obviously do not have an in with Amazon. But anyways, so how do you get paid with Kindle Vela? This is interesting, and this is part of the part that um, the authors who have jumped in right away, because I think Kindle Vela went live last week very quietly just in the U.S., and a lot of authors didn't pay close enough attention to what they were signing when they agreed to go in the Vela, and they're already pissed. But that always happens with new things. So how do you get paid? The first three episodes of your serial, serial are free to readers. And then after that, the way people purchase their your new episodes after the first three that are free to the readers, so you really have to hook those readers in the first three episodes, but that's just kind of normal with a book. You, by chapter three, you really want your reader hooked. So they have to um, use tokens to purchase the next episode. And this is where a lot of authors are getting upset because when you sign up for Kindle Vela, they're automatically giving you 200 free tokens. And if those readers use those free tokens, you're not getting paid for them. So this is one of the things that a lot of major corporations do, especially with the new service. They give, they try to give as much, they try to hook you into the new service. So I think some authors are like, well, I signed up first and I'm not getting paid for this because the people are using free tokens and that's not fair. And I see their point, but I think it was also in the terms of service, which we all know the terms of service of everything is very convoluted and hard to read. So there's some confusion about that and there's some frustration. But it gets a little trickier again because this is, you know, <laughs> this is the way of the world. Everything has catches. So um, readers buy tokens and so you can get like and you buy them like in packages. So, for instance, if you buy 200 tokens, it's two dollars. Those tokens to um, for every hundred words, it's one token. So, if you publish a 1500 word episode, it's 15 tokens. If the episode is actually 1599, 1599 words, you still only get 15 tokens, and you get paid half of whatever the reader has paid. Not using their free ones, but whatever they actually have paid for for those tokens. So that works out to about four and a half cents per thousand words. What does that mean for people who are math challenged? And I took this from someone else, so if this is wrong, I couldn't figure out this math on my own. So that means if you have 100K uh, work, you're you're earning roughly a little over $4. So that's, that's kind of a good thing. And also if you are pairing it with either selling them on your website or selling them on Patreon, it's kind of a, a good deal because um, it's, I think that's a little bit more than what you get with KU. And again, this might change because this is brand new and nothing set in stone. If you say uh, $4 for 100,000 word, say, for instance, as I was saying, my books normally clock in between 70 and 75. So we take, we take three quarters of that. <laughs> Easy maths. So that would mean I get $3 a book. Um, 
and then with KU I normally get about two dollars a book so um, mm-hmm. so it is yeah it's uh, 50% more than KU right now I, we should stress that Amazon really soft launch Bella there's no marketing going on behind this right now they're not pushing it and my belief is that they're doing this because they're testing out the system which is why they're limiting it to a certain region and to certain readers and they're trying to work out the kinks behind on the back end so I expect changes so when an author uploads an episode, they are able to um, tag their own works. And that's what we kind of do when we upload a, an ebook on our KDP dashboard. We include keywords, and we have been trained for so long to cram as many keywords as possible into one of the lines to show up. I don't think that's really working right now for Kindle Bella because um, the authors are tagging their own work. So if you went to on the Kindle Bella and you typed in search stories for LGBT, nothing's really popping up. But if you type in LGBTQ plus, stories are popping up. If you're um, tagging your story with like space pirates, it's not really popping up. But if you tagged it sci-fi, it is. So again, this is one of the kinks I think they're trying to work out on the back end. And also, since it is so new, they're still probably trying to... Um, merge everything behind the scenes so the tags are more uh, functional. It's just, again, in order to launch it, they obviously have to go live, but they don't want to go... There's always kinks with new technology. And another thing, um, which I'm still not completely clear about, is even though it's called Kindle Vela, I don't believe you can actually read it on your Kindles. This is more... um, They're trying to garner younger readers who mostly read on their phone. So you can have like a Kindle Bella app on your phone. I believe right now it's just for um, iOS. So Android users are kind of, you can read it on your desktop. You can read it on your phone, like through the website, I think. But again, more kinks and more complications because I'm not sure why they called it Kindle Bella if you can't read it on your Kindle. That would seem to be... Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. That would seem to be a major, major product flaw. Uh, if you can't read something called Kindle Value or any Kindle. I, c- I completely, though, understand them going after the younger um, demographic who aren't reading uh, very much on Kindles, uh, So, but they do read on phones. I mean, they much prefer paperbacks, but they do, they're used to reading on, they don't mind or a uh, multi- multitude of apps on their phone, whereas I much prefer... Like, you know, every time I have to download a new one, I sigh because I'm Gen X. Whereas, whereas Gen Z, they love it. Um, so... I can completely get that Kinovella would work as an app on your phone. However, iOS, you know, I guess that's very US-centric. Uh, there's a lot more uh, Android users all around the world. I'm an Android user. I've never been an iOS user. So, yeah, that's a bit of an oversight. US-centric. Once someone said, now, again, this is some somebody who was talking to me, not someone from Amazon. I need to stress that. This is a, someone's theory from it's harder with Android to get it functioning right away because... Um, writing code for it isn't as uh, simple. So that's what, oh, why a lot of uh, things go out to um, iOS first. That's why um, Vellum is on iOS because they're able, when they try to put it on PCs, you don't get the same functionality. Mm. So that's one of the reasons that I've been told. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm sure there might be computer experts who are listening who are probably cringing in their seats right now. But it's one of those things that it is it's so new um, even though we try to stay on top of things as indie authors, even we are kind of like, oh, what's this? We should look at it. But again, it's again, it's, they're they're trying to reach to younger readers, 
which is fantastic for us. It gives us an opportunity to reach into that group as well if we can master this um, form. And when you are uploading, you can't include links really that take you out of that Amazon sphere, except they're allowing you to include social media links. So you can't include like, you know, here's my website or stuff like that, or sign up to my newsletter, but you can kind of try to get them into your social media. But um, also, you're not limiting yourself completely because as we said, the 30 day exclusivity still allows like Patreon or your website. So maybe it's a good thing for it to try to reach younger readers. And if they do like you, they might possibly dip into your back catalog. If, um, and also they, the theory is younger people like shorter bursts because they're reading it on trains or when, when the world exists, um, they're reading it you know, on the go and stuff or waiting in lines and everything. So it's an interesting concept. I'm hoping it's, they're able to launch it successfully. Who knows? Maybe in a year it'll be like that. What was that? What was that short video service that went live during the pandemic? Quick, quick Bee or something like that? That just like was a flash in the pan and they ended up uh, ditching it. So I'm hoping that's not the case because this does give us another avenue to a new set of readers. I was reading an article recently about Netflix. They're having quite a challenge of getting new subscribers because they've already pretty much signed up all of the young ones. And now they're trying to figure out how to get us, the oldies, to sign up. Because, um, like you said, we're a bit more resistant to it, and they're just like naturally like, oh yeah, I'll just uh, do this app. This is great. I don't have to pay up. I don't have to pay for cable. Cut the cord. So it's kind of the opposite of the Netflix uh, problem because they're now going after the older generation, and Amazon is trying to go after the younger generation. Yeah. So it's curious how it's going to turn out. But yeah. again, extremely early days. Yes. And I'm sure we'll, we might have more updates as we go, but that's what I've learned in the week that I've been cramming about Bella. Well, well done. You did. You did very good cramming. Um, and you're thinking of um, you're thinking of giving it a go. Yeah, with uh, Miranda. But the, another another quirk is you can only have one author name. So you can't do. So we're like, well, how do we list our name? Do we list it? Uh, Marcus in McLeod. I'm I'm leaning towards TB McLeod, but she's like, well, that's not going to make any sense because it's like too. So wait, that's another thing we're going to have to work out is like, how do we want to list it? Well, TB McLeod sounds like maybe um, Miranda's uh, sleuth sister. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know, but yeah. So we, I mean, so there's definitely things we're they're still working out. There's definitely things we I still have to learn about it before I do it. But if we do do it, I will, you know, keep everyone updated on, like, how easy it is to, if it's easy to upload episodes, what it's like to upload episodes, the tagging system, the keywords. I just was giving information that I've heard from other authors. Yeah. So. And, of course, as we said, um, it's only in the U.S. It's only for U.S. authors at the moment. So um, if you're like me, sitting in the U.K. or anywhere else but America... It ain't for you, but as with most things in Amazon, they tend to roll these things out around the world once they've tested it in the US. So early days, early days. So let us know what you think. Um, does that sound appealing? Uh, is it something that you might try and do? Is the shorter form fiction something that you think, hey, yeah, I could give that a go and just write as you go? Let us know, get in touch um, with what you think and just well, tell us what you think of us. Do you love us? Do you hate us? I hope you don't hate us. Um, ways to get in touch. On the website, www.lesbianswhowrite.com. Email lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us, at leswhowrite, or Instagram me. And if you love what we do, and don't hate us, 
Um, TV's, TV's giving me a very funny look. Um, please consider going over and supporting um, all the costs that we incur doing this um, what, uh, podcast. What we're we doing? Doing the podcast uh, and all the all the. Uh, I can't. What am I saying? <laughs> doing the podcast keep of the website and all that goes with it. All those pesky gremlins in the background. They cost money, you know. Do consider supporting us on Buy Us a Coffee. I really hope you keep all of that because that was very entertaining. I hope you don't cut it. And also, I just have a thing. If you do hate us, can you hold off like a week or so until I meet this deadline? Because I'm already at the end of my rope. (laughs) So if you have to hate us, that's fine. Can you just let me know in two weeks, please? Give me some peace. Yeah, but then I'm into the final final month of my next edit. So could you hold off till September? That'd be great. Can they just not hate us? Okay, yeah, do that. All right. um, Let us know. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, Until next time, stay safe, keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at LesWhoWrite or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time.